When you are self-employed, tired, and feeling stressed, work gets hard. Business planning, serving our clients, doing the work, it all gets hard. It's hard enough to manage and run our own businesses. So when you add on your role as a caregiver or if you're struggling with a chronic health issue, as you will know, it becomes a tricky balancing act. We all know we need to take time to rest, but too often we resist it or push it off until later or say, I will rest when I have the time or when I can find the time. Why do we do that? Why do we say that? Why do we think we need to push ourselves to the brink into getting it all done and we'll rest later? I think it's because we don't have the right idea about what rest actually is and the different types we need. So today we're going to take a look at the different types of rest that the work from home entrepreneur needs. Hello there and welcome to the SELA Entrepreneur Podcast, where we take a look at doing online business a little differently for women over 50. I'm your host, Marta Gertson, entrepreneur and business owner since 2008, and for far too long, I struggled with trying to figure out what I wanted to be when my business and I grew up. I was tired of buying all the courses and downloading all the freebies, all in the hope that the answer I was longing for would suddenly appear. Turns out, clarity doesn't come in an instant. It's a journey of discovery and finding answers layer by layer. As I took action, I learned what type of work I really love to do, who I had fun serving, and the problems I love to help them solve. That clarity gave me the confidence to start designing a simple, sustainable business that I could steward well, and I'd love to help you do the same. If you're ready to find the clarity you're longing for, then you're in the right place. Let's take this journey of discovery together. Working from home is an amazing opportunity. While we all started our businesses for different reasons, I think at the core, most of us were looking for flexibility in our schedules and the freedom to choose the type of work we get to do and the type of people we wanted to work with. Far too often, however, we find what we have created is another J-O-B and we find that our businesses are running us instead of the other way around. That's when we find ourselves saying, I'll rest later, or if I have time, I'll take a break. And despite what friends and family may think, we are not sitting at home reading, watching TV, or doing deep cleaning projects. We can't always change our schedules at the last minute, and we definitely do not have endless amounts of free time. We have clients to serve, businesses to run, marketing plans to implement, and so much more. We ask a lot of ourselves, our energy, and our brains. Plus, as knowledge-based workers, we are using our brains a lot as we do work for our clients and for ourselves. We're designing, we're troubleshooting, coaching, fixing, serving, customer service. If your list is anything like mine, it's a long one. We use up a lot of our brain energy as we think through our work each day, and we do a lot of that work sitting at a desk. Many of us have chronic illnesses that place limits on our mental, emotional, and physical capacities. And no matter how much we love our people and want to help them, caregiving is hard. It takes its toll on us mentally, physically, emotionally, and spiritually. When you consider all that is on your plate, it's no wonder that so many of us are tired, feel on the edge of burnout, and wonder what in the world is wrong with us. It's a hard place to be in, and it's not something that getting more sleep will be a quick fix answer for. So what will help? I think it's understanding the different types of rest we all need. So you may be asking, what do you mean by what types of rest? I was inspired by reading Dr. Sandra Dalton-Smith's book called Sacred Rest. I have done a lot of study and research on rest over the years as I have found myself creating a job, as I found myself more in a caregiving role, and as I found that I had a chronic illness that was progressing that it was causing me to need more rest, but more sleep just wasn't the answer. 
And after reading her book, I was even more convinced that there are different types of rest that we need. In her book, she describes seven types of rest that we all need in our lives. And if you've been around here in my little place of the interwebs for any length of time, you may have heard me talk about the five different areas of rest. But after reading her book, and because we're entrepreneurs, I agree that there are seven that seven different types of rest that we need. And because we are entrepreneurs, I've actually added an eighth. And I know eight sounds scary. That seems like a long list. But as you will hear, we don't need all eight every day, all day. We have seasons in our lives when one area or the other is feeling maxed out and needs extra attention. So it's good to be aware of the different types of rest we all need. Then you can take stock from time to time and learn to identify when you need to pay attention to certain types of rest and when you may need more in one area than another. The eight areas include physical rest, mental rest, emotional rest, faith or spiritual rest, creative rest, relational, sensory, and resting from work. So let's look at each area and take a look at what each type of rest is and what different ways you can find rest in each area. Area number one, physical rest. And remember, physical rest is getting is, is not just about getting more sleep or taking a nap. There is active rest, there is passive rest, and there is pacing, learning to pace ourselves and learning to honor our limits. For example, pa- passive for passive rest, you may need more sleep. That may be the place you need to st- start, but maybe you just need a long, hot bath. Maybe you need some pampering for a little bit. Maybe you just need some gentle stretching that really just helps you relax. For active rest, for me, a lot of times it's going out and working on my garden. It's definitely going out and walking my dogs. Some people may like jogging. And amazingly, if you think about it, food. Food that you eat can make a difference in your physical rest. Eating food that gives life and is easier for your body to use and to process instead of all the junk food that we often crave or eating foods that do not work well for our bodies, that can impact our physical rest. The second area is mental rest. We use our brains all day long in our businesses, in our work, in our coaching, in our serving. And as we've talked about before, we need to give our brains a break. If you find yourself having trouble getting your brain jump-started in the morning so you can start your work day, or if you often walk into a room and forget, why did I come in here? You may need some mental rest. So things to consider are, are you leaving enough room between Zoom calls and client calls? Are you limiting how many client calls or Zoom chats you have in one day? Zoom fatigue is a real thing. Are you leaving your desk, your office, or changing your scene regularly and and moving around? Are you keeping a central place to jot down notes and ideas? And as we talked about in episode number five, are you brain dumping? Stop trying to remember everything. Give yourself and give your brain a break and find a way to keep all those notes and those ideas and everything that is cluttering up your brain in a central place and start writing it down and make that a regular habit. Area number three, emotional rest. Raising my hand on this one, but are you a people pleaser? Are you an empathetic listener? People just find themselves talking to you. Do you work with or live with emotional takers and drainers? If you feel you have to stuff your emotions away and have nothing left to give a client, your friend, a family member, or even yourself, you may need emotional rest. Do you have a person who asks you, how are you really? And really mean it when they ask it? 
Do you have a safe place to speak up? Say, you know what? I'm not okay. So a couple of things to ask yourself. Do I need to seek out therapy and have a safe and supported place to share how I'm doing and learn how to process these man and manage these emotions rather than stuffing them and covering them up? Maybe I need to look at having a journaling practice or a morning pages routine to help process those emotions and get them out rather than stuff them away. Do I have a person, my person, the one that I can call, text, or Voxer and ask, do you have a minute? I just need to talk. Those are amazing ways to give yourself the gift of mental rest. Area number four is faith or spiritual rest. If you're feeling a lack of connection, a lack of belonging, a lack of purpose, you may need spiritual rest. We all need to know that we're making a difference and we're part of something bigger than ourselves. For some, that may be church and developing a daily devotional or daily quiet time practice. I know for me that when I'm starting to feel a little bit more anxious, it's probably because I've skipped a few days of my daily quiet time and haven't spent enough time in prayer. That's a big one for me. Maybe you need to start volunteering and making... And making sure that you're part of something in, in bigger and that you're seeing that you're, what the work you're doing make a difference. Maybe you need to discover your spiritual gifts and learn how to use them. Maybe it's developing a prayer and meditation habit. I love keeping a gratitude list. That is part of my daily quiet time. And when I do not take the time to acknowledge and make a list of things I'm grateful for, I find my anxiety spikes and I'm not really appreciating all the gifts that I've been given and the ways that God has blessed me. Area number five is creative rest. You may see the word creative and think, oh, you mean artist, but I don't mean that. If you are a coach, a deep thinker, an innovator, a troubleshooter, a problem solver, a virtual assistant, an OBM, you these are all examples of creativity in action. Do you ever get to your computer and Think, look at that bl blinking cursor and going, I don't know what I'm supposed to do here. Or do you find that your problem solving skills are not functioning like normal? Are you feeling uninspired and you have a project in front of you and feel stuck on what to do with it? Do with it? You may need creative rest. We can get stuck with so much input that we have trouble with the output and implementing what we are learning. We need time to create. Or sometimes we become so focused on the output that we use up our creative resources and we need to refill that creative well. I love getting outside, spending time in nature and being in awe and finding wonder in the natural world. It can have amazing health benefits, including refilling your creative tank. In her book, The Artist's Way, Julia Cameron recommends artist dates to refill, to refill the creative well to find inspiration to seek out beauty. And again, seeking and enjoying beauty in nature, in art, in well-made food, and more, that's a beautiful way to find creative rest. And maybe you just need to set aside time to process and get out of your head and make room to create. I know a lot of times when I'm on a computer day in and day out, I need to create something tangible with my hand, be able to hold those results of, of my work in my hand and actually see it. Area number six is relational rest. Do you find yourself feeling detached or do you find that you're isolating yourself from others? Or on the opposite side, do you notice you're starting to say yes to every social gathering you get invited to? If either of these sound familiar, you may need social rest. And this can run the gamut for both introverts and extroverts. Yes, introverts need time alone, but they can end up spending too much time alone. That would be me. Extroverts get energy from being with people, but they also need downtime from, from time to time. 
And we all have that friend, family member, or client that we really do love and care for, but it can get to the point where it's hard to spend a lot of time with them. And sometimes we have someone who's important to us, but we just can't seem to find the time to spend with them. It's important to notice what relationships drain us and which ones sustain us and be able to put some of those boundaries in place or making a point of being with that person that sustains us. Area number seven, sensory rest. We are constantly, and I mean constantly, bombarded with beeps, alerts, videos, podcasts, social media feeds, music, the traffic going by our homes or by our offices, the clacking of our fingers all over the keyboards, the hum of electronics in our homes, in our offices. If you get headaches or if you're a highly sensitive person and you feel like all your nerves are just below the surface and everything is just setting you off, sensory rest is something you might need to consider. There are so many things and people and projects and ideas that are vying for our attention. And so many of us have forgotten how to be okay with silence. And that thought might even scare us. And that often means we need it. Need it. In the last episode, we talked about the, I, the idea of pausing and resting and learning to be okay with slowing down and just taking a moment. For sensory rest, maybe we need to turn off all of, all of our ideas devices and turn off all the notifications and just sit in silence. Sometimes getting out in nature and just hearing the birds, hearing the wind, hearing the waves crashing or the wind blowing, nature can soothe and heal frazzled senses. Sometimes we just need to engage our five senses away from all devices and alerts. Indulge ourselves in texture, smell, sight, sound, taste. Engage all of those senses instead of being bombarded by all the noise of technology. In area number eight for us as entrepreneurs is resting from work. As entrepreneurs, we have this little thing called a business and it can be all time consuming. It can be all thought consuming. It can be all energy consuming. We love our work. We love our businesses, our clients, and we love helping people, but we still need to take a break from our businesses in order to keep loving it and not let it drain the life out of us. We need to take breaks during the day. We shouldn't be working seven days a week. We actually need to take the vacation. And adopting restful habits can be a huge, can make a huge difference in allowing us to learn to work from a place of rest instead of constantly feeling the need to rest from our work. We all need to develop the skill and habit of turning our business owner's brain off and leaving work behind. And that can be so hard. Adding intentional rest into our schedules can make a significant difference in this area. So before we move on and talk about what your next steps, what the next steps are and how do you start implementing these types of rest, I want to point out one thing. If you listen to those eight types of rest, I think you're going to find a common thread through each of them. And that common thread is boundaries. In our physical health, our relationships, our spiritual practices, how we spend our time, how we develop and grow our businesses, boundaries is a big issue for almost everyone. And as entrepreneurs, I can guarantee you that we definitely need to adopt a habit of resting from our business. We need to have that boundary of this is my workday is done. It's time to spend time with family. It's time to go do something else. We all need to look at our boundaries and identify which ones need shoring up and in what areas we need to create new, healthy, life-giving boundaries. So what do we do about all these areas of rest? First, 
definitely do not try to tackle them all in once. Don't try to incorporate all of them into your daily schedule. That alone could be a full-time job and would cause undue stress and angst. Each season of life and of business is going to have a unique set of restful needs. We need to review how we're doing regularly and adjust our restful habits and routines as needed. And please do not compare your needs for rest to your colleagues or even your biz bestie or a a loved one. We each have unique personalities, business styles, learning styles, how we serve our clients, health issues, aging parents, caregiving roles. And this means we do not all need the same type, rhythm, or amounts of rest. You are unique and have your own needs. Instead, I want you to make a unique and personal restivity plan. Now, you may have heard me talk about restivity before, and restivity simply means restful activities. And a great place to start to make your list is actually from Dr. Sandra Dalton-Smith, and you can go take her rest quiz at restquiz.info, and she will take you through a series of questions and give you a report showing you what areas of rest you may be deficit in right now. And she gives you some great ideas and a list of ways to incorporate that type of rest into your life. Her book also I highly recommend. It's called Sacred Rest. If you don't have time to take that, I want you to consider these eight areas of rest and pick one, one that jumped out at you and said, you know what, that kind of rest or that type of rest really sounds like something I need and make that your focus for the next week. You can also go and is make a, a restivity list. And this is a list of ideas of things that you can do when you're tired and you can't think straight that you can pull out your list. And these are some things that you can do in five to 10 minutes or when you know you need a longer break. Maybe you plan something for half a day or a full day or go wild and take a week off or a w- extended weekend to really decompress and rest. But having a pre-made list is a great idea for when you are really tired and you know you need rest, but you just don't feel like you have the time. If you have a list of five to 10 minute restful activities that you could do, you're more likely to do it. You can also go back and listen to the episode on why we need to retreat and take rest and take mini retreats. And mini retreats are a great way to incorporate all different types of rest into your schedule. So I hope you will take the opportunity today to pick one area of rest that you need and make that a part of your focus and your business plan next week. If you would like help to create your own restivity list, visit selastudios.co forward slash rested for my restivity idealist. Thanks for joining me. I hope you found some clarity or an aha moment that inspires you to take some action today. Before you go, could I ask a favor? I would really appreciate it if you could take a few seconds and leave a review of this show in the Apple Podcast app. Your review really does make an impact and helps spread the word about this show and gets it in the hands of other women who are looking to build simple and sustainable businesses of their own. Until next time.